0: Music
1: hey what is going on everyone and welcome to another episode of the search cast season three episode 20 we are presented by Prime X hockey and draftkings and we are a part of the hockey podcast network I'm Zach Martin
0: I'm Bailey Curtis cat hunter
1: and we are officially at episode 99 of the pod we hit the wing 99! <laughs> yep yeah brooklyn 99 wayne gretzky whatever kind of 99 you want to add in we all i care over. about
0: is guys episode 100 coming out on sunday or on are we dropping that monday or or how how is that working mr social media master
1: uh it depends on the <laughs> scheduling for how we want to when we're going to record for it so that's the only thing whenever that's recorded we can drop it i want to try to do it sunday if not, it might be Monday morning. I don't know; just depends on what Either way, is. you guys are
0: getting episode one hundred, and it's going to be great.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. We are very looking forward to doing that. But before we get to episode one hundred, everyone's going to be listening to this on Thursday. Um, as of right now, we are recording Wednesday night. We actually had some guests to join us, um, so if you hear us talking about the Buffalo Hurricanes game, we are going to reference last night. Tuesday night. It all just depends, like I said, because everyone's listening to this on Thursday. Um, Luckily, the Canes are off today. I think they're also off tomorrow. So first game is Friday. It's going to (laughs) be so much figuring out. But we are definitely excited for episode 100. But like I said, you're going to have to wait a little bit. Um, We are going to talk about mainly the Buffalo Hurricanes game that happened on Tuesday like uh, said, so we got the Buffalo guys. We had them on. That was a great uh, interview talking to them. Great collab. Super excited for everyone to hear that. We got a nice little extra bonus thing with uh, one Miss Bailey Curtis, but you're going to have to wait until that part actually drops. But uh, we got some really, really exciting um, additions to this episode that we didn't even know about until today. So yeah. hope you guys enjoy that. But before we get into all that stuff, uh, the Hurricanes had another – Overtime winner on Tuesday night, which was uh
2: I bet you have five bucks. You can't tell me who scored the overtime winner.
1: <laughs> I mean if you if you use code uh, THP in a the DraftKings, there might be some good odds on that bet. But I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Kyle Kyle uh, from uh, hockey podcast will love that nice little plug because Ayo uh, but yeah, it was um something. To say the least, and let's just let's just let's just talk about Ante like Oh
2: my God, two. Yeah, you're you're asking you're asking. No, he had three saves of the year in one game. I uh, agree. The
0: third, the third uh, one I saw. Two the, the, the,
2: the, one, the the first one, the first one of a rob right in front of the net. I saw. Yeah. that one. right in front of the net. But we're going we're gonna to say it's two because the diving save and then the paddle save each deserve uh, yeah. their own credit. Yeah, the, the, it's the, not the, one the, save. That, the, he followed up on that play and was like, oh, hell no, nah, you're not getting in my goal.
1: Yeah, the first one was on Peyton Krebs. That was an absolute just flash in the leather. That was very nice. The, the, the one we're talking about is the middle stat one. The first one, the, basically for the first one, he runs out of the goal, just absolutely like in no man's land. Beats Which the Which we
0: haven't seen a lot of that since what Peter Morazic. So Yeah,
1: he went very Murazik esque. Or the I... guy who's really well known for the desperation saves is one Dominic Hoshik, and of course it had to be against the Buffalo Sabres. So it's quite, <laughs> it's quite fitting. So the, the someone... second save. Oh my goodness.
2: There was a, someone put out the um and it no, it might have been Walt. I don't remember though, but there is someone put a, a – it was they talking to Natchez at the end of the game? Um, and because they were saying, hey, does that uh, Rontas save theirs it remind you of your good friend, Peter Mohazic? And I, the subtle roast by Natus, where he was like, oh, Peter would have been at the blue line, and then he would have been down for the rest of the game. <laughs> he
3: yeah. said
2: he would have been laying on the ice the rest of the game. And it was so funny. I was like, that's such a burn. Like That's such a friend thing to say. Yeah, and someone yeah. responded in the comments. It's the time when I think Peter got run over at the goal. But oh, I think it was They was did Dem- the outline, the outline yeah. of Peter beside the goal on the ice.
4: Yeah. So yeah.
2: the fact that Nate just said that, though, and you know, it was like with a little bit of dry humor, I was like, that's, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it was Deb that actually did that. It was just the fact that the photo was just ready to go with the outline of PMRS mm-hmm. right by the neck. She's
0: been waiting to use that one. <laughs> oh,
1: 100%. But if we still had hat picks from Steve Dangle, that would easily, that, that paddle save would be in the Emporium because that was phenomenal. Or we could have heard, if you're a goaltender tend the goal but I mean Mr I have to say he this t-
0: he took care of it it's fine now I think he tended the goal just it. fine
1: I will it, say don't, that don't don't
2: make
0: a habit out of it
2: No no, no don't kidding. make it okay. though it's on our defense don't make a habit of giving away the breakaways but he has to do that
1: I will say this though the memes by the fancy duck moose boys. M- Moose, moose and has the been fan-
0: putting those out left and freaking right it's been great i was just wondering what is that what he's been
2: doing at work all day
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i guess we're gonna have to ask him when this episode drops he'll probably let us know about it but uh yeah no him and the fancy duck boys have been absolutely on it with the memes we gotta shout these guys out every week at this point because it's just the material is so great you like, have to shout them out so they
2: don't give you a hard time zach <laughs>
1: Actually, no, it's more so Bailey. Now, they give Bailey a harder time than me, so I'm actually okay. With I don't that. know what the heck I did. I uh, you got your you you got taken out by a car door apparently, so that's just that. That was that, Which requires that
0: warrants the hate. Okay, I thought I was a favorite co host at some point, but never mind.
1: Uh, According to Howie, it's me now. So I mean, I'll take it. It,
0: it, it, His opinions change like the seasons. I swear. Yeah,
1: that's that's gonna help your cause. Oh yeah, totally. Hundred percent, but no. Yeah, Andy Beach just played absolutely amazing last. I mean, two goals. It is what it is. It was it was a close game. It was a great game, honestly. Nerve wracking, but it was great. Give me a playoff series with these two teams. You will not hear me complain. That was. It, that was like that
0: said, was a lot of fun
1: to watch. It reminds me of the 2006 playoffs when Danny Briere was there, the original go-ahead jerseys, which please, Buffalo, please make the goat heads the permanent jerseys for home and road. Those are – we got enough blue and yellow teams. Give us another black and red team because apparently we don't got enough of those. So why not? But is, those jerseys are fantastic. But that was – the Alex Tuck goal – Seth Jarvis, it is what it is. Is a young guy mistake, you know. What can you do? Well, how about Bar- little Brady, little, Shea. Brady, Brady Shea? Brady Shea's
0: goal was wonderful. We would not be a Hurricanes podcast unless we talked about the other defenseman as well, who did get his first goal of the season.
1: Which I will give him credit. That was a. It was a
0: wonderful play. setup. Great snipe from far right. away.
1: Uh, yeah, Eric Johnson i, screening, I, his
0: I old, screening his own goaltender.
1: Opposite post too. It wasn't like near post. It was opposite post on the upper ninety over the shoulder. I'll give it I'll to give, him. Yeah, I'll give. I'll yeah. give, great team, goal. Team great No, it team. was.
2: It was great. Honestly, give me if he's going to do that. Give give me more of it. I want more Powerful of that goal? and less of the mm-hmm. no defense.
0: Um, which this seemed yep. to me, aside from you know the situations where Ronta was left out to dry. This was a very on on when when you're looking at the score sheet, it was very defensively dominated because you're looking at guys like Tony D'Angelo who scored it unassisted, first off. Um, and then Brady Shea, who it was assisted <coughs> primary assist was Aho, but Orlov had that secondary assist. Um, so it like it the defense really stepped up offensively during this I, game.
2: And I know other people have probably noticed this. So before the game Zach put out his the lines, of course, and then he was like, "Just kidding." There's a change to the lines, so of course, then, psych, you know, me and, Bailey, me and Bailey, me and Bailey, jumping ahead. Wait, Zach. so of course, <laughs> me and Bailey react accordingly, and we're like, "Why is seven and seventy-seven together? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened? In Practice? It looked like you had these lines. Like, what happened?" So then, at the game, though, it seems like they reverted back. So I'm kind of wondering why we keep seeing that line because it's been that way the last two games now, where they're said. But seven and 77 are together, but very quickly into the game, we see they're, it. They're partnered pat- with other people, yeah. and they the other people like they all play really well. Orlov popped off this game with Shay, like they played very well together. Um, and I know unfortunately, with the pickpocket of, of uh, Jarvis, Jarvis, where I mean, the kid still thought he had the puck. Like, he didn't even realize it got taken until it was in the goal, I don't think. But it's it was not just him. Too. It was all Because Chatty played – I mean, Chatty I mean, in that takedown was full – and I know Moose will love – I feel like it was full WWE style. And then <laughs> – but we had other players come and crash back there with him. I feel like we had at least three Hurricanes, and I don't know if there are that many Sabres. So then, of course, Jarvis is just trying to get out of trouble. He gets a little pickpocketed. It's immediately a goal and a little bit of the wind goes out of the sails because everyone was excited that we had just taken the lead. But, um, I mean, I, yes. I just don't know why we keep kind of saying they're together when it looks like they're partnering with their other defensive partners. It seems, to be Yeah. Fun. So, last, I, I mean, I think, was I think it benefits both of them. I think Tony and Orlov play better with the other partners.
1: Yeah. It, it's what it seemed like. Yeah, it's crazy because I think last night, I mean, me, Ryan Henkel – uh, I think it was also Walt Ruff. I mean, the three the three of us could not keep up with like who was with who because the lines were just going like even the forward cores were getting swapped outside of the second line. Even the forward cores were getting swapped. Like somehow, like Nason's now now on the top line. Now Nietzsche's is back with Aho and Jarvis, and it was just like the the like the pro- like the lines did not stay the same for like almost the entire game, and we're we're all just like. Um, what, <laughs> like, even Corey Lovellette was having, having, he was, he even he was like, I don't know what the lines are at this point. I don't but even know what the defensive pairs that's are. That's a great, <laughs> it it's a weird
2: them. and great problem to have, though. The fact that you can interchange your lines, of course. Oh, it's great, you know, it's just it's kind, kind of, of like who's Martin with who, though. <laughs> and Foss line was always yeah. untouched, but it is that second nice. line, I mean, too. It made sense. Oh, yeah, the Svetch, KK, and turbo line were
1: keep them, like yeah, that. Out. Yeah, that line. They were
2: playing so well. Spetch wanted a goal so bad. KK is playing phenomenal. So is Turbo. Um, I can understand throwing around the, you know, the first and the, it's weird to say it, but the first and fourth line because you've got so you're trying to figure out where to put Nages a little bit and put him up there with Ajo. But Nason also has shown that you could be up there because that man has been assisting everyone on his line left and right. So to throw around these lines is interesting but I don't know the one person. I don't know if it's benefiting is bunting because he can very quickly disappear. Like he'll have some moments and then he'll disappear depending on who his line mates are. So it'll be very interesting yeah. to see what the lines are going forward.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely tough trying to figure out how like he's go, he's doing well. Like he's still top. He, I think he's like top 10 on the team in points, but yeah, it's just tough because you're trying to figure out where you want to play and stuff like that. Um, but of course, you know we'll talk about the overtime and all that stuff. But we do have to talk about a couple of um, news things that did happen before the game. Um, uh, Brett Pesci, they did ask about him. They asked Rod Brendan Moore about his status. Uh, Rod did say he looks good. He probably needs a little more time, but I thought he had a good couple of days. So no um,
2: contact. He was in a contact jersey for a little bit.
1: Yes, uh, yesterday before the game, he was actually out of his. He was uh, out of his no contact yesterday, so there is a little bit of progress. Um, We are not one hundred percent sure when Brett will be back, but he is on the. He is a little bit closer. He's on
2: the mend, and with that, the rumors that the moment that as we're getting Keshe back, that we might be looking to sell off of the
0: defense.
1: Yes, they're 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 not sure who exactly. There there is rumors that I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna
0: bet you it's not orlov i'm going to bet well, you so, it's not slavin i'm gonna yeah We yeah, was friedman, talk yeah. about what friedman uh put out when he was t- sort of talking about it um it looks like if a defenseman is getting shipped out it is likely going to be tony d'angelo
1: they yeah they said it might be him but they said there also could be someone else too because remember we also have Coglin. Who is also yeah. there too, so he is is then he's actually po- doing
0: really well where he's at right now.
1: Yes, you yeah, know, and- great with Springfield, but it's just D'Angelo was named, but they also said it could be another defenseman too, so it's, it's not a no, this, yes, this is the, the it. guy, it's just there is a possibility because, yes. it is and a as game. I was
2: saying, it for all of our listeners that do like Tony, it wasn't because. It wasn't, it wasn't any, actually any slight to Tony. It was because for what we're paying for Orlov, we're not going to, I very highly doubt that he will be in this. Um, Slavin is a, I'm going to say he's a cane for life. Um, And I would very highly doubt that we would do anything with Burns at this moment. So of the ones remaining, I don't think you would take out his defensive partner and Shay. That's a personal thing. I don't think you, especially with the season he's having, I mean, you could talk baby chatty too but chatty's putting a very strong argument that he should be saying as well so yeah. of those of the ones remaining which are more a little more suspect of chatty tony and coglin i think chatty makes the strongest case for
1: himself just, yeah, but, but just playing, wise, I, dev, playing dev, wise devil's advocate devil's advocate you're also talking about bray shea and don't come for me brett pesci is also there too because remember both these guys are gonna be ufas their cap hits are a little bit higher. So the Hurricanes have to figure out how to sign more guys after this season. As we all talked about it last year in the, during the yep. off season, this upcoming off the before the 24 25 season is going to be very interesting because there's a lot of guys. Let's that be are gonna honest, we're sign. not
0: going to see everybody come back.
1: Exactly. No, I, everyone, everyone's going to want paydays, and there's a lot of guys with bigger cap hits. So, devil's advocate, true. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we cannot take that out of the possibility, too. We When can, they got to resign can. a lot of guys.
2: We can't Uh, with Pesci coming back, though, it's and we've also shut down the rumors of pushing out Pesci to people. We shut those down. Yes. Yes, So Pesci is Pesci is going to be with us. I don't see us. I would see us using the rest of Pesci and Shay's like until we absolutely cannot hold on to them anymore. Yeah. I would see it, and I don't see it this early in the season being the least like Oh us no,
1: it's not going to happen. No. It, it, it's it's going to be more so. Depth is going to be moved out more than our normal guys. It just yeah. I'm not saying they are going to get moved. It's just devil's advocating yeah. of let's. Well, yeah, no, there's devil, there's cases war. for
2: that. It, the case for that, I think, is just not the timing right no, no. now. No, it's not. It's that yeah. case, like that, there is a case for that. I just don't think it's the timing of it right now. Not
1: I, right but now. But I would no. see us
2: moving some, I would this, see us this moving This is the
1: deadline. This is a depth, deadline thing.
2: Mm-hmm. I would see us moving some depth defensemen to maybe look at as we have, to, I know this is probably what you're coming up with next, so we have to talk about Freddie.
1: Yes. We yes. lost Freddie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it was announced two days ago. Well, we're recording Monday. this Monday. Yeah, we're recording on Wednesdays. So everyone's hearing this on Thursday, but yes, on Monday, uh, it was word that I guess this happened Saturday, apparently, or this was already in the works before this became a thing. Uh, Frederick Anderson was announced that he had get some blood tests done, and it came back they had a blood clotting issue in his leg. Um, Don Matellos said it, and everyone else in the organization said it. It, it is treatable. Um, He's expected so th- to
0: make a full recovery. Then, During recent
2: medical testing, it was discovered that Fred, Frederick Anderson had a blood clotting issue that needed to be addressed. There's currently no timetable for his return, but we are yep. confident that Freddie will be able to make a full recovery.
1: Yep. And which th- th- that leads into this next thing, which is that Yaroslav Vlach is currently on a free agent tryout. So it's still a PTO, but it's a free agent PTO. It's the same thing, really, however you want to word it. Um, apparently he, w- he was notified Saturday about, Coming to Carolina, that was 100%. They said it's been in talks for weeks. I don't know if it it, it could have just all accumulated together, or they did talk to him Saturday after the game. Who knows? Um, but he was seen in Raleigh. Uh, he does have a number, and I'm putting this in air quotes, has a number, and it's 41. Um, but he is 30 years old, 581 AHL games. 38? 38. Yep, 38 yep. years old. Okay. Um, I thought you five,
0: said 30. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> no, 38
1: years old, 581 AHL, uh, NHL games. Uh, played in 25 games last season with the Rangers. In, in 17 seasons, his career save percentage is a 0. .915. And he has 295 wins total to his career. So he is only five wins away from 300. Um, and they, So this is from Walt Ruff tweeted. Uh, Halak found out Saturday that he was 100% coming to Raleigh. He said he hates that it's under these circumstances, but the veteran seemed very excited to be back and practicing with the team. Uh, quote, I didn't come here with a lot of expectations. I'm here, and we'll see what happens. So, and I know a lot of people were kind of mentioning Piotr, like, okay, well, we already got Piotr Kachekov. What's going on with mm-hmm. that? Uh, those this is just dispel- assurance.
0: That's all this is.
1: Well, and, and I tweeted this out, and I think a lot of people were – kind of getting to catching the drift that I was throwing out there. It is a you gotta look at the goalie situation the team is under right now. You can't Jacob Fondras is back with Sudbury. You cannot touch him because he's back in juniors because of the agreement with the CHL and the NHL. Once you're if you if your NHL team sends you back to juniors, you are stuck in juniors for that season. They can't call you up. It's not a NCAA NHL situations where hey Here's your dot, sign the dotted line. Now you're a pro hockey player. Now you can't play in college, so and then you're not loaned to an AHL team like we see with you know Peter and Syracuse, Dylan Coggan with uh, the Thunderbirds in Springfield, mm-hmm. um, Potter Marev now with the Tucson Roadrunners, stuff like that. If you're if you're gonna be with your seeds your junior hockey team. Whether it be the OHL, QMJHL, the WHL, you are, once you're there, you can't be touched. You're stuck there for the season. That's how, This is how it works. So with that, you have Peretz with Norfolk. Because, unfortunately, we all know we don't have an AHL team. It is what it is. They could use him. He's still young. They're still trying to figure out, you know, they're giving him time to get You know, acclimated. The thing to, is, is that's a lot of hockey.
0: pressure to put on a kid.
1: A hundred percent. It's like his first pro season still. So, I mean, like, right. they're, they're going to give him time. And none all of you this
2: ha- talk is... <laughs> Go
1: ahead, Zach. But the thing is, it's like you look at... All you have left is Ranta and Kachekov. Okay, then you still need another goalie in the system. So, really, we only have three goalies in our system. Because, like I said... Von none versus... of this
2: talk is against Piotr either. Like, no, it's yeah. nothing like it's we not... don't trust Piotr. It's in case... We have, and you know, Piotr hasn't had an he, yeah. Piotr hasn't had an injury since. That's great, but you also want to backup for him and Ranta. You know, he was the thing blessed. Is- he was blessed the other night getting injured, running out to stop the puck. But he does have an injury. He has injury proneness. He's older. Like it's just going to happen. So you have to have someone. And this guy, the PTO, does not mean he's going to come in and take the number one spot. It mm-hmm. means he's coming in to be there in case
1: someone else gets hurt well the thing is i know you david Ayers, signs.
0: but i don't want to get to that point ever.
2: he's, Talking not, to he's some... not even signed
1: yet either though so it's no like, so he's it's on the, like the, the team but not really is, on the team
0: he he can't play nhl minutes until he gets a contract that's the the point blank, blank period of it all so right now as it as it looks right now we're running uh Piotr ronta tandem which Talking yep. to my source today, Piotr seems really excited about it. Being and playing in New York away from the team where you've, you know, spent a little bit of time. You've made friends. It sucks. Absolutely. But it, it's one of those things, too. Um, it, it's that's showbiz. That's, it's what happens, And so he, he was really excited to get that call up and because he feels confident that he can do it. Yeah. Of course, there's always things that a young goaltender can work on that hasn't had like a full NHL season, but he feels confident enough in his play to where he's super excited about being up. He's super excited about getting the time that he you know, inevitably is going to get with this unfortunate injury.
2: And so, and his best I friend Fetch is back and ready to play. Like mm-hmm. he's got his yeah. – his. That's just going to give him even more <laughs> of
0: a boost. Absolutely. Well, the,
1: the, the, he, I mean, he's been playing well with the Syracuse Crunch in the NHL. I think he just, he's got a couple shoutouts shots already this year. He's been playing phenomenal hockey, and you could see that the Crunch love him because they're posting him oh, a yeah. times. Um, so real quick, so the current cap situation for the Hurricanes – Um, they are at 1.67 million dollars left in their projected cap. Um, so they're right now sitting at 81.829 million dollars. So if they do want to get a lot of Freddie. Oh
2: Freddie's just on IR, he's
1: not on L T I R, is he? No, yeah, no, he is he's on he's on the IR with Colin Piotr up that adds in two million back into the into the team and then of course with everyone else, yeah. So
2: this is so but this, this is exactly this this is why with Pesci, it's one point. This 6, is exactly 7. why with Pesci coming back that we're thinking maybe we might want to put some guys out there that if we need some money to get someone else. And it, the goalie situation, you, I mean it's dire right now. Dire goalies in this league. Or, i mean i'm sorry i looked around and i saw some previ- a lot of previous uh kane's bullies also on the ir list so that's yeah, super yeah.
1: Fun. it's it's one of those things where i can see a um it's one of those things where if we are moving to a defenseman i could probably see a prospect or looking at draft picks i don't see them taking a the contract back especially when you're at 1.6. And you're waiting for Pesci to come back because then that, that contract comes back onto the books after being on the IR. or I, I don't think he's on IR, but I don't know how they're working that out. But then if you have to sign Halak um, to a contract, that's going to take up space too. So it's if, we're, if you're looking at moving a defenseman, I would not be surprised if you're looking at a picks or a prospect, but it's probably going to be a pick. How high? All depends on who you're going to get rid of. That's the only main thing um so i don't know but we do wish nothing about be- but we hope for a safe recovery for freddie they say he's gonna get a- he's gonna be fine it's just it's it's a good thing they caught it now um it stinks that he's gonna be out for long term but at least the hurricanes are working on a plan um hopefully halak works out in terms of they get him signed and then just go from there and see how it happens but it's good to see Pieter back um like i said i know a lot of people are freaking out about it. it's like hey it's just insurance it's not like they were going to bring them up. They called them up like that same exact day. So breathe. It's okay, guys. <laughs> it's, <laughs> all, it's only 13 games in the season because as Steve Dangle says, there's 82 games in a season. 82? It's 82 games into a season. It's so many games. It's, <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, so before we go into um, our – Add reads singles. and
0: finish up with all the buffalo. We'll, we'll finish off on a positive note. I had the pleasure of talking with one Walt Ruff today um, and was able to get you guys a little bit of insight on his overall thoughts of the game, not in article form, if you guys would like to listen here. All right. Uh, Really quickly, because I know we only have kind of a few more minutes left. Yeah. Um Thoughts on the game last night? Obviously, there were some big things happening. Uh, Martin Natchez kind of keeps up with his overtime king status. This huge save from Ronto. What are your just kind of basic thoughts?
5: Strange game. Great outcome for the team. I mean, Martin Natchez does it again. What can you say? He's got nine overtime winners since, I believe, the start of the 2020-21 season now, uh, tied with Alex To Brinkett for the most in the NHL Seven since the start of the 21-22 season. No one's got them beat there. Um, the keys to the game, though, I really thought, and Rod Brindamore hit the nail on the head Post game, the first 5-10 minutes of the game. The Canes did not look very good. They came out of the gate slow. Buffalo, that was their best 5-10 minutes of the night. Auntie Ronza had the massive glove save on Peyton Krebs on the power play in front. If that goal goes in, we're talking about another game where just like Saturday at Long Island, the Canes are playing from behind. They have to focus on building a game while they're chasing it simultaneously. Um, so thankfully, Rance was great early. Canes get their goal. They started to take over. I thought it was a very opportunistic goal for Buffalo during the second period. Obviously an error that Seth Jarvis wants back, but atypical. Um, third period, you get the lead. You give it up due to a penalty, which penalty struggles remain a work in progress, but at least the penalty kill is headed in the right direction. And then... Uh, those boys just know what they're doing at three on three.
0: Yeah, seems like it. Yeah.
1: Big thank you to Walt for being able to deal with Bailey. That is so cool that you were he, able to do that. that he that was an awesome was...
0: interview today. He, I, I had the pleasure of sitting down with him for a while, and it was that it was an awesome interview. Walt's always great. We've got to get back and get him back on in an official capacity sometime did, here soon. Unless you want, want you, to keep it to your you your.
1: You want know the we? I want to get. I want to get him and Mike Manscacco on at the same time because I think that would be. Phenomenal. Mike started
0: giving me crap today because I didn't. There was a question that I needed to ask Walt and I didn't. <laughs> I'm so mad at
1: myself. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Did I
2: did I tell you guys when I was sitting at one of the game? I mean, we haven't had that many home games, but I was sitting at uh, one four of the previous. That we have? Yeah, I was sitting at one of the previous home games, and there was just like a couple rows down. I there was just all of a sudden I saw someone walk down with a computer and sit down and I was just like oh it's Walt and he was just sitting there watching the play typing away and I was like what is he doing down here (laughs) and I was like but he was so focused I didn't want to go and be like what's up Walt but I was just and my friend was like what and I was like oh man it's right down there and I could see I didn't know if he knew the people he's sitting with because they're all kind of like what like He's sitting right beside us. so, so uh, and then, And then he got up a little bit. Yeah, he got up a little bit. Um, I, before the period was over, I think he got up. Uh, and he walked by. And I know he was full focus because he's in the middle of a bunch of fans. But I said, what's up, Walt? And he turned and he just like waved
1: but i was just (laughs) like i was just i was just like why did
2: he come sit down here was he planning to do that all along was it just an Uh, open seat like what's happening
1: well you gotta remember he i think i don't know if it's the second or third time we've had him on but he has said that he does occasionally go down and like wants to sit with the fans and kind of get the mood from down there so it's not it is a surprise so when it's like wait
2: hello so i'm gonna need him to tell me when he wants to do that though because sometimes i might have an empty seat he comes he can come sit by me if he wants.
0: <laughs> i'd be scared because I, I i wouldn't want to like accidentally distract this man and be like hey so so, so how are things going because one of the big things he talked to me about today was balance and i'm like no i'm i'm good i'm not gonna distract i'm not gonna take away from oh no business. no that's fine Whatever. i don't talk a
2: lot I don't talk a lot during the hockey game, anyway. I would be, I'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" and then I'd be watching the game the rest of the time. <laughs>
1: oh, but that—that's. I would have to maybe not, but...
2: not yell at the refs as much, but you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, but no, Bailey, really, just be able to have you know, like you said, you had Mike in. Um, I got Walmart. to talk
0: to Mike today as well. Yeah.
1: That's so cool. We, okay. I would, I would love to get both of those guys to go on the same podcast because we, I need to know this story of Walt sleeping on an airplane in the most weirdness I, I
0: had well for over an hour how did you not I did, ask i was so tuned in on my paper questions and i was like dang it and we- i brought it up with mike after we finished our interview and i was like you know i forgot to ask him and you he was like i literally teed this up for you what's going on <laughs>
1: Bailey Curtis, what are we doing here? You've been on this podcast for over a year, and you still haven't figured this out. Come on, man! What are you doing? Whoops! What are you doing? <laughs> All right, Thank but you. but yeah, hope everyone enjoyed that little segment. It wasn't super long, but you know it's kind of cool to have a little extra snippet of you know just a, a a special special guest on our podcast. But we are special, uh, special. the special special guest. Uh, but before we actually go over to our actual special guest that we had on this episode, big Thing, you get to. Uh, Zach and Taylor, we had them on for a little bit. Uh, but before we go into that stuff, we gotta talk about some amazing sponsors and uh Bailey, I think you uh I think you got our first sponsor tonight. And it's not i your set usual myself up for either. this one. <laughs> oh, you hundred percent did, and I took advantage of it because you
2: did. I'm taking this, all I'm, is, all all I'm gonna say is t- all I'm gonna say is take your time with those phone numbers, dude. Take your time. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> it's not, not just the phone a, numbers just I'm gonna have issues
0: with. <laughs> But I have the pleasure of talking about uh, one of our wonderful sponsors in DraftKings. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this November. And, so while while we're kind of talking about games here you can't talk about bets on a, on a game happening this week without talking about the Panthers who are actually playing you know you're listening to this on Thursday so they're playing today um for the spread they are playing the uh Chicago Bears uh spread uh they have they are minus 115 with the Chicago Bears minus um, 105. Uh, plus 3.5 on the spread uh, while the Chicago Bears sit at minus 3.5. When you're looking at over-under, uh, the over-under is set at 38.5 today for the total. Um, the Panthers are uh, projected for over that while the Bears are projected under. Money line, the Chicago Bears are projected to win this game at uh, I can,
2: minus 20.66. We, we can't tell you how to bet. We can't tell you how no. to bet. We should never right. tell you how to bet. I'm going to tell you right now. I personally wouldn't bet on the Panthers.
0: (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Not that I'm going to tell you how to bet. But um, Moneyline does suggest that the Chicago Bears are in favor to win this game uh, tonight. So... With that said, get in on the game day greatness. Download DraftKings Sportbook and dra- download the DraftKings Sportbook app now and use code THPN. New, new customers can also score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 880. Hope NY or text Hope NY to 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA, 20 plus, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after an issuance. See com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Okay, awesome. Thank you, Billy, for doing that. Now, the other amazing sponsor we got to talk about, and it's the one that's the OG being here since before even episode one, the minute to episode 99, almost up to 100. And we got to talk about... Primo X hockey. If you are looking for tape, socks, laces, pucks and balls, grips, wax, whatever you're thinking of, even net guard collars, too. Make sure you get your neck guards, please, guys. Please make sure to do that. Absolutely. Um, they even have uh hockey zero plus shields for your face, too. And if you're looking to have some protection for your face for you know junior hockey or anything like that, make sure to go check those out as well. Um, if you go to 1401, Diggs Drive sweetie it's no longer 1411 it's now 1401 Diggs Drive um right there in Raleigh uh you can go and get anything you were looking for in terms of hockey stuff i think they even got a a new contraption now where they actually can like heat up the heat up the uh skates Somehow I think Ooh. they have one of those like oven Oh, you
0: yeah, the molding machine or whatever. Yankee, it's called. Yeah, yeah, yes,
1: yes. They got that now too, which is very cool on top of the five dollars they do for skate sharpening. So if you're looking to you know do that for your skates, another extra a cool added bonus. Um, they are open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And they are closed on Sundays. But guys, go check these, go check them out. They're absolutely amazing. We've been they've been with us for so long. If you go online, and to primalxhockey.com, go to checkout. Use the code searchcash. You get your Sebastian Aho 20% off discount. Because why not? Like, who? Why wouldn't you want to save some money and it helps support a local business like X Hockey and it helps support us here at the podcast? Because you know, it's it's just a nice little you help them, you help us, which is also helps them back too. So make sure to please go check that out. Like I said, they're an amazing group over there. Like I said they got the skate sharpenings. If you want to go to the actual warehouse, they got the you know the mold machines, anything for you know, street hockey, ice hockey, anything you're looking for. I will say though, the waffle wax they have super, super sweet. I love those things. I might have to look into getting some myself because they have a glow in the dark one, they got one that's shaped like a waffle, so and they're all scented. So if you want to go check them out, please go do that. Like I said, Primex Search cast to at checkout, 20% off, and you also get free shipping in the United States if you're unable to get there as well. But, yeah, like I said, make sure to go check them out. Amazing OG sponsors of the podcast. And now, Kat, I think we have another sponsor we got to talk about, which they're back for the month of November. And who would that be?
2: I don't know. Can you, can you hear me? Can you hear Oh, maybe you can hear me now because you might have your Raycon earbuds in. It may be too early to start decorating the holidays. I mean, honestly, I don't know if it's too early to start decorating the holidays. But you, I mean, you it's might never be too that early. That might be.
1: It's never too. You early. had
2: your rich ad- It's never too early.
1: Never. But
2: you might be someone that listens to Christmas music uh, as we start into November. You know, the best way to listen to your Christmas music and not bother the Grinch beside you, who doesn't listen to Christmas music, break on your butts. Ooh, but why go. not take care of your holiday shopping now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? I've honestly only gone black Friday shopping once. I got this jacket. I went in, got it. That was too much for me. I've never been in person <laughs> again. It's, it's
1: um, to my so online it's,
2: shopping. <laughs> no, yeah. No,
1: it's Especially it's not.
2: when you can get some of the best deals of the season. Well, before black Friday, you can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. Uh, you heard us talk about Raycon's products before us, maybe some of our lovely um, other podcasts at THBN. Um, honestly, they're great. I Speaking of Black Friday, I, of course, love my over-the-ear big headphones, but I'm also looking for some little smaller in-the-ear. Um, they're just a little bit easier for TikToks. They're easier to be walking around with, going to the gym, little things like that um like you can check out they have their everyday earbuds i mean just looking at the site now the everyday earbuds are marked down to 64. fitness earbuds are down to 90. uh you can get them in all different colors there's black blue red uh i think like a pink is oh rose gold okay i actually really really like those um there's <laughs> a white one they also have special edition colors which are like a an aurora, aurora green um it kind of mm. looks like the oil slick kind of color like a purplish green Oh, they also okay. have a Cosmic Purple, so you can look a little bit like Thanos if you want to. Um, Oof, that's not good
1: But of comparison.
2: course, I mean, we're always going <laughs> to talk about all their uh, earbuds and everything and their speakers. But of course, uh, they first made their name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, like I was saying, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life. That's a lot of listening to Christmas music, just saying. And a perfect in-ear fit for all the for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. This was news to me, and I think that's really cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. I mean, you get home from work, and your battery of your phone is maybe down to, like, 25%, and you've got plans, and you're like, is it going to be charged enough for me to have it last all night? Those... uh. 180 cables allowed that that's a quick charge. I mean, I think it would be ready for your night out on that. Um, also their faucet filter ultra filters, the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must have for ensuring the water used to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Um, that's great. I honestly have looked into water things because I mean, sometimes you can just know your tap water just doesn't taste as good. Um, also, uh, depending on if it's water in your shower as well, I mean, that could mess up your hair. Girls, you know what I'm talking about. Uh Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half price of our premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five star reviews to get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit. A bit early. Raycon is currently offering 20 percent off everything on their site. This left select products up to 50 percent off. I mean, I'm looking at it and they have things. The fitness earbuds down to ninety dollars. Normally they're one hundred and twenty. Um, gaming earbuds are from 120 to $84. You got the everyday speaker for just $20 when it's normally 40 I mean, these are some great, I mean, not if not for yourself, at least Christmas presents for people, I'm just saying. Um, so beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20% 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. by slash thbn.
1: Awesome. Well, I don't know about you, but there's going to be a lot of great uh, gift ideas from Raycon. So.
0: Heck yeah.
1: There you go. All right. So we are actually going to jump into our interview with Zach and Taylor. Zach was with um, uh, Sabres Noise and Taylor from Straight Up Sabres. We had a great conversation with these guys. It's about a little over 30 minutes or something like that. Uh, just timing-wise, we had to figure out how to get everything together, but we really got hope you guys enjoy uh, as we talk about the Kane-Sabers game and just get their thoughts on the Sabers as well and talk about some great jerseys and maybe a cool possible playoff matchup between the two teams. Who knows? We hope you enjoy. Hope you guys enjoy that segment, and we'll be right back after we're done talking to Zach and Taylor. And we are officially joined by Zach from Sabers Noise and Taylor from Straight Up sabers to talk about last night's or i guess when you listen to the podcast the wednesday or the tuesday night game you know when the sabers came down to play the hurricane zach and taylor how are you guys doing tonight doing good doing good man how about you i mean you can't complain you know after a thrilling game like that where your team came out and <laughs> yeah. the end, end of a w but i mean we were kind of talking before we recorded for me it's like it almost gave me the two thousand six playoff vibes when it was you know the Sabers and the Hurricanes facing each other. And of course, Zach, in your background, that you got that nice little Sabers banner with the goat head, which is absolutely chef's kiss—the best logo that you guys have. I don't know why. Make those jerseys permanent, please. please Thank you. Please. That's what I've been saying too. It's, <laughs> it's the greatest one because you think of Dave Breer and all those guys in Pompano and all that. It's yep. just—they're the, amazing jerseys. Give me those jerseys and. Go up and play each other in the playoffs. Hey, looks two thousand six all over again with updated jerseys. But I mean, give me a full playoff series of these two teams. I mean, Zach, what were your what were your thoughts just overall from that game? Yeah. Um, So we
3: know the lack of success the Sabers have had against Carolina in Carolina. Um, You know, twenty sixteen was the last time Johan Larson was the guy who scored a game winning goal for the Sabers. So it's been a long time, but just. After the game, it just felt like, you know, after you guys scored the first goal and then after Tuck tied it up, it was like a defensive mode game for both teams because, you know, you look at the power play for both of them and it just felt like, you know, they didn't want to give up the next goal. Like it was that kind of game where like it was defense. It was going to be a hard-fought win. And to be honest, I'm not sure what Taylor thinks, but like, once you guys scored second goal, I thought we were going to lose that game. Like, but just because, you know, how good Carolina is defensively, not giving up the lead, I was really, really shocked. They tied the game. And, of course, it went to overtime. down downed the first hit, man, and they just got, unfortunately for them, got caught up and lost. But, no, overall, though, it was a really good game. Um, obviously, I wish it was been two points for Sabers, savers, but we have playing point against a very good Carolina team. And now they just got to go. They have two games this weekend. Hopefully they can get wins out of both of them.
1: Yeah, for sure. Taylor, like, what, like based on going off what Zach said, like, what were your thoughts overall just with the game? Because for me, it's like we all thought it was going to be 2-1, and then you guys tied it up really quickly, and then it went into overtime. So it's like it it was almost like it's, it was basically next goal wins the entire game. Like, what were your thoughts overall?
4: Yeah, I, I think it's kind of a microcosm of the season so far for the Sabres because they aren't playing – uh, they they're really not the team we thought they were going to be, and I don't mean that in terms of quality because they're pretty close in quality.
3: Mm-hmm. But
4: their defensive game has improved so much, and I mean that basically top to bottom, not just because they signed like Eric Johnson and Connor Clifton. Like everyone's <laughs> playing better defense. That's yeah. some of the young guys like Paterka, but also Tage Thompson has been much more defensively responsible. So that's like a entire roster thing, and the goaltending really hasn't been a problem, which everyone was kind of scared that it would be. It's been pretty average so far definitely not winning them games but not losing them games either uh the even strength offense you know you can see out there like they had some chances but carolina's so good at closing guys out and making sure that you don't get second chances that you don't get like a free run into the zone but what has been an absolute disaster and what's been and you guys i'm sure saw firsthand there in the third period is the power play and the power play uh which was I think I, I want to say like six or seventh last year in terms of success rate mm-hmm. didn't always look great last year. This year they're almost last and sometimes they just look insanely bad. Now I'm saying that they, they did score a power play goal. they the mm-hmm. second goal that you guys mentioned with Darlene, but that yeah. almost wasn't really a power play goal. I've never yeah. seen a power play goal where a guy just puts it in the zone himself and, Score I mean, I
1: mean, like, I mean that that was a nice pass <laughs> to yourself. Like you see those videos of guys like just lobbing the ball up and they're just running really quick and catching it. It's basically yeah. what Darlene did. It's yeah. basically when you play like NFL, like NFL Street or something like that, and you just throw it off the wall and just catch it. And it's like no big deal, <laughs> right. but yeah. But I mean, the, the crazy part is yeah. like you said, like your power play is kind of it is what it is. And I think before I think going into the game was like eleven point four percent. By the have to say that your guys is PK top five in the league. I mean that is nasty, especially when you go up against the Hurricanes who are seventh. Honestly, yeah, I
2: mean, stop trying to copy us. Like we're known for <laughs> a really bad power play and a really good penalty kill. So like I don't, I you know you know copying is the form like finest form of flattery. It's not great. Don't make your PK better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like like, like, like like we could talk our PK is like twenty second and theirs is like fifth in the league. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, that's, that's another thing, because
4: <laughs> – they were last of last year in the PK, and at times they were like historically bad.
3: It's like the, it's like flipped the last from this season. Like the power play is bad, but penalty kill really good. It's just like
1: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Right. That's how that's how it is for us because like we can relate. Always, <laughs> our PK is usually top three, and our power play is like in the mid twenties. And all of a sudden, oh look, like we're seventh in the power play, and our PK is now thankfully twenty second because it's been lights out for the last like five games. But it's just like, what happened? <laughs> Just, it makes no sense. It's like, but it's it, also
2: it's, it's also scary because we get a lot of penalties. So we need to get our our penalty kill back in order. We need to get oh it back yeah. on the same page. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think th- I think we're almost up to fifty penalties already, and we're not even like twenty games into the se- into the season. Oh, wow. So it's like
2: we cool. like,
1: should stop. Why well, I mean, uh, hey, when you breathe on someone, you get a penalty now. So I mean, yeah, what's, right. the, what's really the difference? I'm
3: glad yeah. you guys brought up though because. I did write an article today about the power play, and I did the math. No, not me, but I looked on the Wikipedia, whatever, yeah. Google, whatever. Wikipedia
0: um, machine. Sources.
3: There are sources. Trust me, just trust me. Those are my sources. Um trust and me, bro. I, I, <laughs> Sources? Sources? Me. <laughs> yeah, me. They do style. Um, the Sarah's power play was 5 for 39 so far this season. Like, it's been so bad. And I pretty much said, like, what's the problem? And, you know, I came with, like, a couple solutions. Are teams, like, figuring out the Sabres strategy now? Or, you know, you guys – I hate helping my other teams, but I'll, I'll give you guys respect here. Hey. <laughs> you guys did an excellent job at containing because, Taylor, you saw the same game I, I saw, like, the Sabres could not get anything in the Carolina zone, other than that Darlene dumping. Like, whenever they try to get into the line, there's a hurricane right on them, and it was just, like, so incredibly frustrating because this team has talent. Like, they have the talent the power play. It's just executing it. And, again, you got to give credit to Carolina, where it's because they did a tremendous job at um, avoid not letting the Sabres come into the zone like that.
2: Yeah, our, our penalty kill pretty much is successful if we don't let a team into our zone, which is what we excel at, um, our, our penalty kill is really successful. We've had some struggles at the beginning of the season because we have allowed entry and it's been a little bit more of a struggle than it has been in the past seasons. Um, but yeah, that's typically our shutdown is, I mean, we you plant Jordan Stahl up there on that blue line and you're not getting past him most of the time or you're getting an interference call the other way.
1: So well, you know, when, when Jordan stalls out in the <laughs> box twice in the span of 10 yeah. minutes, he's yeah, usually yeah, yeah. there, but <laughs> sure. Yeah, and the thing for the PK too, it's like we like the hurricanes took a lot of penalties last year, but I've never seen a clip like we're on right now. Like I said, you're almost up to 50 pimp, like 50 penalties before you're even 20 games into the season. Like we've we've taken a lot but not in a stretch like this. Like, this is absolutely insane to me how many penalties we take taken. And the P.K. gets tired after a while because you can't just expect them to be like, all right, we're going to play with four guys consistently for so much. It is well, We're way-ended. also
2: missing We're also missing a main guy in Keshi. Like, he is a main penalty killer, and he's been out for a while. Like, we know it's always next man up, but him and Slavin no. have been our key defensive penalty killers for years now. So.
1: Yeah.
4: It definitely yeah, is. is that, so I was going to ask, actually, I was, going into the game, I was interested in, Carolina's had really good save percentages for uh, probably the whole Moore era, and it's not been the case so far this year. Is that just really a function of taking so many penalties, and then obviously having way higher danger shots as a result?
0: Um, I think a lot of it has to do with just uh, a lot of uh, a good portion of our core uh, was kind of <laughs> jostled pairings. with it. I was going to say defensive <laughs> pairings are our big, 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 uh, fault right now well, because it, it, with, it, uh, it. the additions in Orlov, we brought Tony D'Angelo back and that, I think just kind of jostled our momentum in regards to our penalty kill. Um, and you're, you're seeing a lot of chances that, you know, other cores and teams in the Moore era haven't allowed suddenly showing up in situations. Um, Perfect game, I loved it I, I loved it used as an example the Colorado game was abysmal. Um, when it came to special teams and that I think really taught us Seattle, it, Seattle
1: was, Seattle really was bad too. Too. that was, that was the worst, I think, but I um, digress.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. So it, it's something we've really been working on, but in that working period, um, we have given up a lot of high danger chances and kind of set or hung our goalies out to dry. And it, it comes into a situation like, yeah, you want your goalie to be able to stand on your head all the time, every single time, like saves like Ronta made. That they're oh in the game uh, yeah. last night or uh, to whenever you guys are listening to this. Insane. That doesn't normally happen. Uh, that's no,
2: not something uh, you're our, not
0: seeing a lot of.
2: Or if it happens that they get injured. <laughs> right,
1: right. Well, so, well, yeah, I'm sorry. Anti Ronta is not Dominic Kosciuk. He doesn't do that all the time. I love it. He's
2: not Peter Morazic. He doesn't normally go that far out.
1: Yeah. Now, <laughs> no, the thing, uh, yeah. he's not morassic, but let's be honest, the, the man who the man who perfected the what in the absolute heck is this, but it works out perfectly, is Dominic Koscik, because yeah. it's him. And it's fitting that we're talking to the guys who everyone knows him as, because people forget that he was also a Blackhawk at one point, but everyone <laughs> thinks of the Sabres, because... Right.
3: That's I was just, so triggered by that middle and it's where he wanted to play and crash. I'm like, dude, Yo, are you kidding me? You just had to put the puck in the net.
1: But, you know, he's a guy flying at you like 100 miles an hour, like going. Well, out the f- well, well, the fact that the second save was straight up, he just sticks his paddle out and yeah. just hits the it hits it perfectly. I'm like. <laughs> If we had the oh, if we had the Paddle you, Save Emporium, that would be a fantastic clip yeah. for you know. <laughs> to be, cat, rare, cat to, be rare. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, um, I don't
2: remember the Sabres player that took that shot, um, on Marat on uh, Marat. Mar- Mar- Mar-
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Mar- I, sorry,
2: on Ranta. It was the same player twice. It went back to him, did it? He yeah, followed yeah, up on the play. I
3: think it was Middlestah who. Yeah, was it was. The, mil- I yeah, know. I think. So.
2: Yeah, I. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I think he was shocked because <laughs> I feel like we he like he like, split just... up from the play, but I think it took him a minute to be like, what just happened? I thought I had this, and then he got it back, and then Ronta was still safe, and I think he was just like, I don't know what to do at this point. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, the, the the memes I've seen today of Ronta just has been absolutely fine. walkers. The, the the memes have been just absolutely phenomenal. But yeah, that um, was what what a sequence. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like what happened?
2: So we will we, we'll talk more of the Canes in a little bit, but I do have a, a question for you guys. So um, I know I shared the, that stat to you, Zach, about you guys not winning in PNC oh, thanks. I'm so honored you said it
3: to me personally. I'm so, <laughs> so That just means so much uh, to me. Man. I just, Ooh. you know, I
2: had to share it. Um, so I was also thinking that's about the time that's, uh, I think, didn't Skinner come to you guys in
3: uh, around 2018 2018? 2018,
2: 2018? Yeah. 2018? yeah. 2018, so the time you got Skinner? Um, so how has he been recently, like this season, have what have you guys seen from him? And also, I mean, I feel like last season, Tage Thompson popped off. And just mm. from my, me personally, having Thompson and Tuck on a couple of my fantasy teams, um, how have they, how do you think they've been doing? I don't feel like Tage just popped off like did last year, at least, mm. but how, how have they been performing or what are you expectations for them?
4: Uh, I think so to go with Skinner first, he's been the most consistent, I think. And I don't think he actually had a great game on Tuesday, but for the most part, he's been really consistent. I'm pretty sure he leads the Sabres in goals right now. And he has, I think he had 32 years ago and 35 last year. And it just feels like he's on pace to do that again. And he's just doing the kind of stuff he does, you know, finding little spaces in front of the net and kind of kind of maneuvering i've said in the podcast before that he he goes like goblin mode and he's just like just finds himself in these little spaces and the puck pops out and it's just like it's it's on his stick even though you know in front of the net a lot of the time the puck can go in any which direction guys have trouble corralling it he's for some reason really good at that and that's he's just really good in those danger areas um but so he's just he's been pretty much the same for me uh tuck i think i'm sure zach will agree he seemingly was injured to start the year, but didn't sit out. And so he looked definitely off because of that. And I think he's looked definitely bad. He's looked a lot more like himself the past four games or so. Uh, and then uh, Tage, yeah, it's, a, I mean, points wise and goals wise, he definitely hasn't popped up like he has last year. I think that's, there's a couple things with that, um, that make me feel fine about how he's played anyway. One is that it's just the power play looks so bad. And he got so many power play goals last year. Uh, that were just him him using his incredible shot. And now they can't even get set up, so he can't score in the power play. And mm-hmm. the other thing is, he plays a penalty kill now, which is interesting. They stuck him on the penalty kill, and it's improved a lot. He's not the only new guy on it, but he's done really well in the penalty kill. And, you know, like I mentioned before, he's been, become a really more responsible 200 foot player as a center. So I think the goals will come. His shooting percentage is weirdly low. He won't have 47 like he did last year, but I wouldn't be surprised if you get to the end of the year and he has like 37 along with his other improvements.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, yeah, it, block too. yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, for the, for like how his frame is, it, it makes sense why he's on the PK for you guys. Mm-hmm. Cause like, if you have a guy who's built like that, it, it only just adds to your, like I said, fifth range penalty killing the entire league. It's just like, mm-hmm. it, it definitely helps. There was one guy I talked about last night on Twitter that I think a lot of people should have kept an eye on. And I know his game, I know he got a penalty last night uh, on Tuesday and he didn't really seem like he did a whole lot outside of that too. He might have, I just probably missed it. What do you guys think about, about JJ uh, Paterka overall? Like, what, how do you feel about him on the second line right wing spot and just his game overall this year? Because I say I thought he, I think he's really good. And I think he's someone that people need to keep, need to keep an eye on this year.
3: Yeah, Um I'm glad you brought him up because you know we talk about Tage, talk Skinner, Um Tage and. Skinner have the same amount of points. So, like, they both have six goals. They both have five assists and 11 points. So, but that's a thing. Like, Paterka is such an underrated part of this hockey team. Um, He has gotten so much better from what I've seen. And, you know, he had a pretty good rookie season. So, I think it's really good to see, like, these young guys. Because, obviously, you know, I know you guys aren't Sabres fans. But when you think of savers you think of, Page and talking Darlene, but no one really thinks about or talks about Paterka, and it's just good to see because you know Taylor. I'm you, I'm sure you've seen this too with being a fan of this team. These young guys who come in who are unproven do not do so well, like half the time. But recently now, it's like okay, Don Granel has done an excellent job with grooming these players and. Um, turning them into good players. He did the same with Milstead. He did the same with Darlene. It just continues, but Paterka has really impressed me, and I think he's just going to get better. I could honestly see him at this rate, and JJ, if you don't score as many goals, I'm sorry because it's my fault, but I think too, so. but he be getting
1: 25
3: to 30 goals if he keeps us up. Now, that's a big gap because of who he's on the line with, but I really feel like with When Jack Quinn comes back from his injury, I'm not sure they'll put Cousins there because Taylor, you know how good they were last year with that kid line. But as long as they have Paterka in a top six, I really do think he can get 25-30. I think he's been really good for the Sabres.
4: Yeah, I think he he's really thrown himself back into the conversation uh, because even though he was really solid last year, and that like you said, that line was good. Coming to this year, there's just so much talk about, like we've we mentioned the first line, or well, what was the first line, but the top yeah. three forwards, middle stat finished last year so strong and to start this year so strong. Jack Quinn was awesome last year. And then beyond that, there's all the stuff about Zach Benson, Matt Savoy, mm-hmm. Yuri Kulik, and then even after that, like Isaac Rosen and Noah Hotsland, that mm-hmm. I think a lot of people didn't talk about Paterka very much as part of the future, uh, despite the fact that he had a really solid rookie year and he has a good track record in the AHL. But this year, he's just... I think he's basically improved at every aspect of his game, and he'll easily blow away his uh, his goal total from last year. Uh, and especially, I think because he's had such good chemistry with Quinn. When Quinn gets back, I only see that. Uh, I only see him playing even better. But what's really what really impressed me about Paterka is that Sabres just had a nightmare first two games to start the season against the New York teams. And he was one of maybe three guys who was just really rock solid in in both of those games. And frankly, through the whole, I would say, I don't know, first five games of the season was a little rocky for the Sabres. And he was like a steadying force, which is crazy because he has fewer than 100 games of experience. So that was really impressive to me and that, like, kind of like Tay just playing a really good 200-foot game. And it's great to see because he circa has he, he got drafted in the COVID era. He got drafted in 2020. So, you know, his first season in the AHL or what should have been that first season was kind of a wash. They played like 30 games. But ever, ever since then, he's gotten he's shown significant improvement every year. So that's it's really been great to see how he's been. And he had a fantastic. Yeah, that's, world awesome. as well. that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, like I said, I think he's a very underrated guy, and that's why I mentioned him last night before or Tuesday night before the game. Was like, hey, this is a guy you need to watch out for because that second line right wing spy, especially, was it's interesting that you guys talk about Cousins and he wasn't even in the starting lineup on Tuesday, which was something to, th- something to see too. So before we let you guys go, I want to get your opinions on the tandem that you have in net. You got
2: Ukapec and Lukonen. I'm you. gonna say. Zach didn't even attempt our guest last name, so this is gonna be really interesting.
1: Let's hear it, Zach. Let's hear it. I'm good. Billy got it. But <laughs> you also got Devin Levi who came out of I to say out of nowhere last year because everyone knew how good this guy was. And mm-hmm. he played well last year. And this is your Tim going out. Like, what are your guys' thoughts so far? I know it, it hasn't been there as what everyone probably hoped it has been, but I mean, it's still like what, 13 games into the season. A lot of people think the Sabres are going to make the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they did because you guys do have the talent is just trying to figure everything out and figure out the special teams. But in terms of your goaltenders, like what are your guys' thoughts so far and what do you possibly see happening with these two guys throughout the season?
4: Uh, Well, so I also should mention they also have Eric Comrie on the roster. and That's it. At the moment, so like they are theoretically riding with the three goalie thing (laughs) when he's healthy. I guess we'll see. Uh, it's it, it was definitely uh, scary coming into the season like that, just because Comrie had a tough year last year. UPL has never really he's UPL only came into the NHL last year because Comrie was hurt. And mm-hmm. then it, it got to the point where they couldn't send him down. He didn't have a great year either. And he never has had the chance to fully develop because of both COVID shutting things down and these last couple of years of him getting yanked between the AHL and NHL. He never got to have like a successful run in the AHL. He actually, if you look at his career, AHL save percentage is pretty bad. So that has worried me. But there's been really uh, interesting moments of optimism with UPL. And that you could, the same could be said for Comrie. He's a little bit older. But mm. it's hard for me to see either of them as like starters like picking on a big workload. Uh, Then you have Levi, who I think almost every Sabres fan is delighted to have in the fold. Uh, The thing is, he's 20, either 21 or 22. I think he's turning 22 this year. He's very young. And we everyone knows in the NHL now it's not really a young goalies league. It might be easy for top pick forwards to come into the league, but there's just so few goalies that come in and take on a big workload. Uh, like a recent example might be Carter Hart, but that didn't really go that well for a couple of years. So it's there's not that many <laughs> with no examples.
1: defense. No, no, yeah, no exactly. with no defense in Philly. Not so much.
4: <laughs> yeah. So like people were worried about Levi. I, he's, he's impressed in the times he's, you know, he's played in his limited sample. But the, the thing is, Levi was compared a lot in college. He had very similar college numbers to mm-hmm. Connor Hellebuck, Ryan Miller and Jimmy Howard. None of those guys just made the lead to the NHL. Ryan Miller no. had multiple years in the AHL as we know well as fans, but Connor Hellebuck was the fastest uh descent. He left college. Sorry, ascent, not descent. Uh, he left college the same age as uh, Levi. Um and he was in the AHL for a year and a half and then came up as a backup and then then was a starter. So it's it's hard, but Levi might have the talent to defy expectations. The only thing is, do you carry three goalies? Do you wait to see if Comrie's healthy? What do you do with UPL if you don't carry him? What do you do with Comrie if you don't want to carry these guys? But last thing I'll say about this is, I even though I'm still worried, despite the fact that uh, it's actually gone okay so far this season with goaltending, it hasn't been a problem. I will say that, even though I'm worried, I just I have a hard time blaming the Sabers because the goaltending landscape in the NHL is dire, and there are quite a few contenders that have uh goalies that they're not thrilled about probably or maybe their fans are at least a little nervous about it's 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 definitely a thing uh, across the league and this wasn't a a great free agent year to try to get a goalie or or they're
2: betting or they're betting on their one good goalie and if that goalie gets injured they're in trouble yeah so yeah for
4: sure
2: uh, honestly everything you just said is giving me flashbacks to everything we've talked about with our own goalie situation so like we were (laughs) we're writing the three goalies um um, unfortunately we can talk, we'll talk more about it with Freddie being out, but, uh, it's just been like, we kind of had the same thing. Like people want to know what we're doing with Peter. Of course he's had a lot more time in the AHL, but also for a while, our conversation was Does is he going to be what we need for a full workload? Like, is he ready for a full workload? And if we have, you know, if it was Freddie or Ronda that was with them too, like do either of them want a full workload, like we were trying to figure out if they're just going to be splitting it, if anyone was ready for the full one. Cause I mean. Bailey knows well, We've, we have exhausted some goalies, a.k.a. Cam Ward. We have seen what happens when you put too much on one goalie, even when they're phenomenal. So <laughs> it's everything you just said, I was like, I'm having flashbacks. And now we're a little bit like that because we we went down. Like we have a PTO goalie come in mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> we're like trying to find our three, our three goalie system went down a little bit. So we're trying to get it back. Which is still so. trying to be
0: figured out because he can't play with us until he signs that PTO. So, yeah. we're, we're trying to see if we want to have him. And we're also
2: looking – there might be other goalies around the league that we might be looking at. So the I goalie mean, situation around the league is not fun
4: for anyone right now. I mean no, I mean, – Who is the goalie that you have uh, trying to sign a PTO?
1: Yaroslav Alak. Oh, God. Sam Really? 38
4: yeah. years
0: old. Wow.
4: I thought he was Set. tired.
1: He played last year with the Rangers, but I guess he's still available. I mean, hey, if you guys really need a goalie that bad, Jack Campbell's a, apparently got with oh, their way <laughs> – no, I'll
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually rather have Falak than Campbell, but that's that's wild. Yeah, he it, to, to Zach's point about him being a Sabres legend. He uh, famously, when they traded Ryan Miller, he was part of the deal, and he was like, uh, "I'll be uh, also trade deadlines in three days. You can get rid of me too if you want." So they they <laughs> traded him in a deal and got Noi- Michael Nevers back. So he was he, he
3: was a played. backup for one game. They were in Dallas. He was the yeah. backup for that one game, and he got traded off the next day after that.
4: Yeah, it was pretty funny.
3: <laughs> I just want ah, to add yeah. one more thing about goaltending too, if you guys don't yeah. mind. Go, yeah, so, Go ahead, Zach. Um our golden our Golding situation kind of reminds me, I'm not sure if you guys are football fans, but of the Bills quarterback situation before Josh Allen. Like oh, they always okay. had these guys come in and it would never work out. It would be like a veteran, a young guy, it wouldn't matter. I'm still a little hesitant on UPL. And this is why. Last year he was really hot. He was rookie of the month or what, rookie of the week, whatever. There's so many awards going on around now. And, and the second half, he fell off the, the face of the earth like that. Like he was really bad. So he's been really good so far. I just want to see if he can take it to like, you know, that next level because he's shot out the Colorado Avalanche, one of the best teams in the NHL. And mm-hmm. yes, they lost on Tuesday night against Carolina. But he was really really good. Like he oh, makes yeah. that He was really good.
2: We also um, make goalies play their best. <laughs> yeah, well, we have I'll that habit. So if but, that's his best, I mean, keep that's great. <laughs> I mean,
3: but um as for great. Levi, I'm still hopeful for him, you know. He argued in that Calgary game Taylor. I really think it's just because of an injury that he was playing so bad in that game. Um but and then Comrie, it was just so unfortunate because he was playing really, really good hockey. And, you know, going back to last year, he started out rough and then had his injury. And when, once he came back, he was really solid. And it was just unfortunate because, you know, I'm sure Taylor's the same way. Like I, I want whoever's on my team to be successful. I don't care who they are or where they come from. I just want them to have success. So and for, like, a backup guy like Conrad try and make it, obviously Levi's going to be here for the future. So I'm not sure how much of a role he's going to have. But after the backup, I at first I wasn't a fan of the three goalies just because, like, you know, you could have used – there were so many rumors that Patrick came was a come to Buffalo. There were so many rumors that Trevor Zegers was available for a trade. These <laughs> crazy-ass rumors. That would have been wild. <laughs> Zegers. Yeah. Zegers um, and the Sabres? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But That would have I been. Kind, I kind of like it, though, because it's giving these young guys to get like – and even Connery, he's still young. He's, he's not like rookie, but it's like giving them a chance. So, right now, and if I might, if I may add one more thing on there as well, the defense has been really solid. For the Sabres. And- so
0: I was actually going to bring this up too in saying, so um, one of your defensemen in Owen power had mm-hmm. a career season for himself last year. Didn't do, we didn't see a whole lot of him in the last game, but he's still projected to meet another career high for himself this year. What are your guys' thoughts on him entering, you know, his second full season with the Sabres?
3: So I know, and again, Taylor. I know I'm talking about Bro. You probably have same thoughts as me. Like he is showing signs of a young defenseman in the NHL. Like in that overtime goal last night, he had left the guy wide open, and he, they scored because of it.
1: Well, you guys in were also time. pretty gassed too. You guys, I think almost all your guys were. Yeah, that too. Also, gassed, too. that's true. Also, I'm sorry. That's
2: Mister. That's Mister Overtime. That's a hard guy to stop. Like he's got I don't he's care got I'm speed so for
1: mad. days. <laughs> <laughs> I no, mean, but... he has scored, like, nine overtime game-winning goals over the last <laughs> few years, and, and he's a guy, like, seven since, like, the start of last season. So, I mean, he's kind of dialed in on the overtime. Wow. Yeah.
4: That's, that's no. insane. I, I never would have known that. Yeah. yeah but... It's
1: it's stupid. It's Subtle flex. Subtle <laughs> flex. You know, seven overtime <laughs> oh, game winners since last season. No one else is even close to that. Yeah, no big deal. It is what it is.
3: <laughs> no, but
1: Power is still young. He's, like,
3: what, 19 years old? He's still young. Uh, yeah, 21, twenty yeah.
1: one. 20, yeah, twenty. He was or born two thousand
0: two, a year after I was. How long has he been uh, on the
1: team?
4: This is his
0: second full season.
4: Two? Yeah. He got drafted two. in twenty twenty-one. Yeah. And he, then played... he came up late. And, um, yeah.
2: So he might so he might have a little sophomore slump. But, like, that's expected yeah. of all
3: young
4: guys. Yeah,
1: like, uh, defense, I mean, defense would take longer to get, you know, ready in the NHL, too. So I mean, I mean we see older defensemen yeah. taking longer to get ready to play
2: defense yeah. in the
4: NHL. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say, though, honestly, I've been really <laughs> impressed with Power. Uh, I think his he, – he he still does make mistakes, obviously, like someone yeah. his age. So but young. I think his, his improvement from last year to this year uh, is, I think, one of the leading reasons that they're – defense is significantly better. Like Dallin, love Dallin, but he's, you know, there's not much room to grow anymore. He's as good as yeah. he was last year. He's kind of the same guy. So I think power is pretty clearly their second best defenseman right now. Uh which is that's that's huge for a guy his age. On the other oh, hand, absolutely. it's uh it's not the best defensive core, but like he I think he's really solid and I think the way he's playing uh gives me some hope about like a future uh a future where him or dallying around the ice, like a combined 45 minutes a night, which would be, it's really, really uh, cool. Yeah.
3: Anytime, anytime you can hold up a really good team like Carolina or Toronto or Colorado to under 30 shots a game, you're doing something right. And, you know, yeah. the especially
2: the
1: for us. Yeah. The yeah especially, for the, especially for the
3: Hurricanes. Yeah. hurricanes hockey. Yeah. yeah.
2: I will say, I will say going into the, going into the first intermission, I was looking at the shots on goal and I was shocked. Like first of all, I'm pretty sure you guys had more than us. If not, maybe just like one or two won this. But it, it was uh, it was
1: very it was very close. It was still a hurt. But it, was, was very
2: also close. I was also shocked at how little we had. Like you guys were very much dominant. A team that we will throw anything at the net as much as we can. And our shots, the number of shots to goals is always a little. Crazy, but yeah, you guys you guys smothered us that first intermission
3: for sure. Um I but... so <laughs> hey, just
1: took
2: the things just not to use Zach. Okay. I'm so,
3: so,
1: glad. I'm so happy. You know, that that's why that's why you give me you give me a series between these two, it'd be fantastic because it'll be it'd be it'll be fun to watch. No matter how many games it won, give me all seven. I don't care, it'd be fun to watch. With for the these Diego two, series. yeah,
2: and and it's it's interesting. So, I don't know, just as much as you guys have been talking about the Sabres, it's like so you've been expecting more from the power play. The power play has been kind of letting you down Defense has been going up. Um, you're kind of the goalie you were depending on, and the he's not old, but like the more veteran goaltender is now gone out. He's on an injury. You guys also had a really long list of injuries, like it showed the injuries and scratches up there. And my friend beside me at the game was like, oh, wow, they they're inflicted, <laughs> uh, which we understand, especially this season. We we've, we've had more injuries recently than I think we've had in a long time. Um, but I can only see I guess I can only see improvement for you. guys. I'm just seeing a bunch of similarities with you guys. And I I, I always feel like once the injuries, the injury plague, kind of gets gets out of away from you guys and then you guys also kind of figure out the
3: power play, then you're you're looking at your season going up. Oh, That's hopefully. the, thing, like, <laughs> the thing that huge. It's like, Buffalo sports as a whole, it's just filled up with the injuries the last couple of years. I don't know what we did to make the hockey and football games. God's mad, but it's just really <laughs> unfortunate because like Samuel said, like, he's a huge part of this defense, and unfortunately, he's always hurt for some whatever reason. Now, I get it. Hockey's a physical physical sport you're going to get hurt but it's just really unfortunate fortunate because he's so young but he also means so much to this buffalo team
1: mm-hmm. well the, the funny thing is like for you guys like you know you're going to hope to make the playoffs i mean you guys are only you you're technically tied for the last wild card spot the Isle, the the Panthers, the Islanders, and you guys are all at thirteen points. You're only one behind the Toronto Maple Leafs, who <laughs> have the first wild so card Um, yeah, of course, you know Montreal's at twelve, and you got a few teams at eleven. But it's, I mean, the Red Wings are at fifteen. So I mean, you guys are t- you guys are only like one win and some help behind to, to get in the. It's first a tough season. division this year. It really is. It definitely. is. Yeah, but Boston needs to go away. I'm just so tired of it. I am so tired of it. Uh, it helps when you have your goaltending core and your whole defense still staying there, too. But it it is yeah. what it is. But I mean, it's like I said, it's not like you guys are like really out of it right now. I mean, you know, even on goals, you know, your goal differentials exactly even, but you guys are still in the fight for, like I said, a third, third spot in the Atlantic. Heck, we didn't even see you're only three points out of second because. Tampa's only at 16 so it's not like you guys are super out of it so and it's so many games it's 82 games in a season like there's yeah. so much hockey left they had to get but, over I'm,
3: 500 though man like they're doing this yeah. thing where they get up to 500 and they lose they and it's like oh yeah get to 500 man. yeah
1: it's it's, it's like it's, it's it's basically a yo-yo effect for sure Literally. But, yeah but Zach and Taylor thank you so much for you guys joining us uh, we don't want to keep you super super long before we let both of you go If you guys want to plug where you write, do the podcast, anything else like that, the floor is yours. Uh, Zach, we can just start with you. Where can people find you and everything you do with Sabers Noise and all the stuff that you guys do over there? Well,
3: first and foremost, thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun talking hockey with guys. You know, cats a big
1: bully, but I I mean, can't 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 confirm, can't confirm. (laughs) Hey, you
2: can't listen. You can't get your feelings hurt this easily if you watch hockey. Come on.
1: Come on now. I don't
3: no that one. I
2: mean, <laughs>
3: um, yeah. uh-huh. cool. you can um, follow me guys on Twitter, Ash, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Zach J. Don't say and, a cat. Don't oh, say it,
1: Twix.
2: A cat. It's called Twix. There we ah! go. It's Twitter. <laughs> X. My, bad. my bad, Zach.
1: That's on me, but. Uh, <laughs> she'll, she'll do it regardless. It's fine.
3: Uh, no, you guys can find me on there. Uh, Saber Noise. I write for them. I am trying to convince my director, whatever what you want to call it, publisher um to do a podcast but um as of now you know i know like straight up sabres is really good with that kind of stuff the podcast but saber noise it's really awesome working there writing tons of articles a day um Sian is the guy in charge he's I don't know how he does it he writes like five articles a day sometimes and I'm um, working a job <laughs> and it's absolutely insane Ooh, so no. <laughs> give us a follow on saber noise as well on there um, and then I also have a couple of YouTube channels I do. Um, I'm not sure how much you guys are lacrosse fans, but I have a lacrosse YouTube channel. I have my own. I played in college and high
1: school. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll, go, 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 Mammoth. Go Mammoth. <laughs> oh, you're a Mammoth fan? <laughs> we have nothing out here. Ooh, I, go for now There's a rift between the Zacks.
3: Yes, I'm, I'm,
4: not, I'm not going to go for
1: Georgia. Come on, man. It's the mammoth. It's, it's okay. We, we won man. in the
3: finals last year. It's all good. You did it finally. Anyways. <laughs> sorry, I had to get that out there. Um, but yeah, no. Um, thank, you guys, thank you guys for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Um, there, I'll shut up now. You can uh, give <laughs> me <more>. a <laughs> yeah, um,
4: yeah, Thanks for having us. Uh, I, You can find us at, uh, if you listen to Straight Up Sabres, we're on spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts uh also i believe it's at straight sabers on twitter instagram and facebook we don't really post on facebook you don't have to follow us there uh but twitter and instagram you can find us there (laughs) Um, and we generally post mondays and thursdays uh but it's it might be tuesdays might be fridays but we you know twice a week we post and yeah it's a it's a good time and uh you can follow me on twitter if you want at at ninety three.
1: Yes. Make sure to go do that. You know, Zach with the articles, Taylor with the amazing podcast, make sure to check that out. The hockey podcast network the is a great place to be. And it's a good thing to be able to, you know, do collabs with other podcasts or maybe aren't the same team. Cause it's just fun to talk hockey. So, but Zach Taylor, thank you so much guys for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Hopefully they get you back there on the season and maybe talk yeah. some cane sabers in the playoffs. Maybe whoever knows. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. I guess. Thanks guys. guys. All right. We are back. Big thanks to Zach and Taylor. That was a lot of fun talking to them. Awesome Maddie.
0: group. Awesome guys. I, yes. I, I enjoyed talking to them a lot.
1: Yeah. Make sure to go follow on socials and The stuff.
2: more they talk about the more they're talking about the goalies and the more I just heard Comrie, all I heard in my head was also Freddie. Like it was just <laughs> so many parallels with their team. I was like, I wish you the
0: best. <laughs> Which, Zach, I will say, I hope this made you feel a little bit better about us bullying you. Cause you know, it's not, it's not uh, just you.
1: No, I, I think your it was your name, Zach, Kat's just going to absolutely just bully you to just no end. So. To
0: oblivion.
2: Hey, I said it. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. You like hockey. You got to have some thick skin boy. Yes, sir.
1: No, you you just gotta do the fancy duck boys, and you and you'll develop your thick skin real, quick. <laughs> real quick. Especially when you have the deal.
0: Doors don't scare me anymore.
1: <laughs> no, it's just moose and his memes. Oh god! Oh, <laughs> well, they're terrifying um, sometimes. Or
2: the threat of explicit images from them. One of the two.
1: Oh no! <laughs> you had you had to bring that up. You had to. <laughs>
2: I have to explain to people and whoever saw it on Twix, I have to explain that was not our doing.
0: Nope. Mm-mm. The only unsolicited meat picks are one that I want are ones off a of grill. When you're talking about hot dogs or hamburgers, that's it.
1: <laughs> thank Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Howie for showing us what you're cooking up on your grill. The food looks amazing. I need to just crash his house one night and be like, Hey, I got the beer. Where's the, where's the meats? Um, <laughs> uh, so some really cool things we got to talk about, uh, obviously Kane, stab brown we're gonna bring we're gonna bring them up a lot if you're not following at this point what are you doing with your life like come on come on just give them a follow they're great um so the first thing we got to talk about is in the last so this was before the game against the sabers uh the last five games the hurricanes are four for 11 which is 36.4 percent of the power play which is second in the nhl They are also 13-for-14, which is 92.9% on the penalty kill, which is second in the NHL. Special teams has slowly been heating up, and I could not agree more because they even also went four-for-five on the PK against the Sabres, and they also went one-for-four on the power play, which, by the way, um, I think it was Ryan Henkel. i got to bring this up real quick as we're talking about special teams real quick. The Hurricanes have now scored a power play goal in five straight games, including the Sabres game. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so piggybacking off the Kane Stab brand, yeah, for the fact that the PK and the power play in the last five games are second in both categories. Yeah, I think the Hurricanes are finally uh, heating up a little bit, and this is going to be a massive problem for the league because, oh, my goodness, are they on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, Boards caught the
0: heat. It, it, it's it's just a shame though that we're seeing, it, and it's looked a little better recently. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and gas them up because there there's a lot oh, I mean, more yeah. that could be fixed. Absolutely, but I'm choosing to look at the small victories and the positives.
1: Positive and it vibes It has only. looked
0: better. <laughs> it has looked our our penalty kill has looked better. Yep, than yep. it did towards the beginning of the season. And I know woo, there's a whole woo. like, hey, we're just getting started out. We've played enough games at this point to where, yes, there's still a few kinks to work out, but this is likely, unless you're seeing major developments, what you're going to be seeing for the rest of the season.
1: Yes, and like, I think cause...
0: it's constantly getting better and it's it's constantly growing to a point where it, you see Dmitry Orlov get his first goal uh, as a hurricane the other game. And you're seeing that these guys are starting to better and better fit into the system and know their role and know what their jobs are. And I don't think they quite got that towards the beginning of the season. And it's nice to see that development happening now versus, you know, I'd rather it happen now than, you know, still be suffering with this later down the line.
1: Yeah, for sure. So as of right now, the Hurricanes are thirteen uh, for forty nine on the power play, which is twenty six point five, which is actually joint six with the Arizona Coyotes, who are who actually have the exact same thirteen for forty nine. So you'd love to see that, and then you want to look at the penalty kill real quick for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. At what I think after the road trip, I think we were twenty ninth ranked in the league. We are actually now officially twentieth uh okay. they are Progress. so they have uh they've let in 12 out of 50 so if you want to do some quick math i think that's 30 what 38 so like they're 38 out of 50 which puts them at 76% which uh they are sole 20th which is fine though they're only 0.7 behind the new jersey devils in 19th on the penalty kills so mm-hmm. If you want to look at it that way. So, yeah. So, the PK has gone from 29th after the the road trip to 20th. So, there is some progress. We are seeing some progress. Unfortunately, the road trip did kind of kill them. That's why they were so low. But they are making it back up. So, there's progress. Progress. (laughs) Hey, 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 everyone wanted a top 10 power play? Well, guess what? You got your top 10 power play. What did that cost you? It cost me everything. And now the (laughs) PK is in 20th. But hey, you know what? They're getting better. They're getting better. This they are. That's all you can ask for. Um, A really cool milestone that was actually surpassed uh, was after the Islanders game, and was on one Mister Sebastian Aho, got goal number two twenty with the Hurricanes, and that puts him in fourth place all time in the franchise. The only guys ahead of him are Kevin Dineen at two fifty, Eric Stall at three hundred and twenty two. And one, Mister Ron Francis, who was at three eighty-two, so some elite company for one, Mister Sebastian Ajo to get number three twenty of his career, or two twenty. Sorry, gosh, it's, it's
0: been
1: a long day. <laughs> numbers, yeah, Where are numbers. But yeah, what's what's that? Um, oh god! But we so Kansas State Brent. Got to talk about them again as always because they're just fantastic. Oh, always. he's great. Uh, this was mentioned in our collaboration with the guys from the our sabers guys um the buffalo sabers have not won a game at pnc arena since 2016 so there is that at at least there's that even through the dark ages at least the hurricanes know how to be at the buffalo sabers at at home (laughs) but i mean i have to say this though i mean it's I would love, like I said, I've mentioned this a few times. I would love a series with this team in the playoffs. It would be so much fun. Like there's so much great young talent on both teams. It would, like I said, it would be like a 2006 like review or like rematch between these two teams. Like it would give give us a full, both teams somewhat healthy, and just let them go for seven, however long that series goes. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Now that now that depends on if we are a now that depends on. If it's Eastern Conference Finals or some weird happenings happen and it's like we're seeing them on the Atlantic side of the bracket. Hopefully, it's not the case, but I'll take Eastern, I'll take Eastern Conference Final against those guys because that'd be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, (sighs) I know you're
0: pushing for it a lot. I'm just as long as we, all I will say is watching the Devils last night. Even with two of their top guys missing, they scare me. They yeah. scare me bad.
1: Well, the thing is, I would like for Boston to actually just, for once in their life, just not, just not be Boston. Just <laughs> can you just not, please, <laughs> please, please, and thanks. because you cause you're just not? But it is what it is. And now, if the now that now, the, now the Toronto Maple Leafs, though. As we're recording, they are losing sixty-three to Ottawa, and they are absolutely getting donkey stomped right now. And I'm a pure is,
2: display uh, of defense on their part. Pure,
1: I love it. I feel pure bad display. for display. I feel bad for Joseph Wall, and I feel bad for me because I haven't. I have him in our Marty. Yeah, League right now, a little. And, uh,
2: speaking of someone getting pickpocketed. Oh.
1: Cool. If you're a goaltender, tend the goal. That's all I got to say for Joseph Wall. I feel bad for him, and I feel bad as his fantasy owner in the Marty League. Because
2: yeah, I played, um, I remember I'm
1: Moose this week. I played Moose this week.
2: I remember you so, trying to get me to pick him for him up, me, so
1: uh, no. <laughs> okay, hey, that was before this game, and yeah. Hey, I also told you to get Dostal too from Anaheim. I actually know. I said get Dostal first, and then if you could get Wall, get. Him I already later. had
2: Dost. I already had him.
1: All right, well, Dullstall is – he's playing phenomenal hockey for the – who would have thought the Ducks? The Ducks.
2: All I'm saying is – I think it's It's the Duck revenge season. It's the Duck revenge season for them being like, you didn't mm -hmm. give us that freaking first pick? Fine. Here we
1: are. Okay. All right, so before we go on to more hurricane stuff, I will have to say this, and Sam, I am so sorry if you listen to this part of the podcast. (laughs) So Annie Annie O.D., if anyone doesn't know her – Go follow her on Twitter, Instagram. She's great.
0: I love her. Her boots are iconic. That's all I have to say.
1: the the jersey The jersey fits phenomenal. The boots are. I think the boots are like three and oh. As long as they're
0: that color and that that whatever it is is not in a helmet, I'm fine.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's just not there. I I I think she said the boots are like three and zero at this point. But she but she brought this up perfectly. It's like one of those, like if you were, if you finish last in fantasy football, you got to do the punishment of going to Waffle House for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. But I said this, though, I quoted and said this, but they cannot eat waffles to knock down the time. They got to stay for the full 24 hours.
0: That's just miserable.
1: Well, I mean, I like Waffle House. I wouldn't be upset about doing that, but sitting for 24 hours would probably suck. But um, (laughs) now, Penguins fans were nervous for this game. They were they were nervous when they played the Sharks. They ultimately ultimately won.
0: Because it, it it was coming at some point. It,
1: yeah, but who's gonna be that team that's gonna like who's gonna lose to the to the sharks? And um
0: Philly.
1: The, Phil, the Philadelphia Flyers decided to be like what was not? it?
0: The, what was the final score? Three to two? Two one. Two one. Okay. They were down to low. You
2: they almost got shut out.
1: <laughs> and the, the other, you know what the bad part is though too? The Sharks literally gave up 10 goals in two straight games. Mm-hmm. And the Flyers just, scored uh, of The one. funny
0: thing to me, and they ended oh. up liking my quote tweet to it too, is they posted and they were like, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. And they had a bunch of memes coming
1: out. Oh, of the it, was so it, was it was so, so great.
2: It was so wonderful. So, so if you're ever a... – If you're ever a Canes fan and you're just extra stressed because for some reason the defense isn't defensing or the foot on the tail, just let something in, just know it could be worse. And not even as it could be worse, you could be the Sharks. It could be worse. And even if you have the number one draft pick, bad news could keep coming out about your organization. So it always could be worse in one way or the other. Oh,
1: oh, you had to go there. Oh, I didn't say names. We're not, we're not, we're not Not touching touching that. that. Not touching that.
2: Not with a 10 foot hockey stick.
1: (laughs) Not even a 40 foot hockey stick. Not even a 40 foot hockey stick. I'm touching that. Nope. Absolutely not. Like I said, Sam, I'm so sorry for your flyers that it had to be, it had to be you guys. It had to be the flyers. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course it had to be the flyers.
0: Sam, all I will say is that I love you.
1: We we, (laughs) we appreciate you, Sam. Um, We're still sending you thoughts and prayers. Sorry for about Gia. You know, we're thinking about you. Oh, yeah. Um, Her puppy. Poor puppy. Uh, puppy. Um, But, all right, just let us, hey, you know what? Flyers, you better give us the good Waffle House content of all your guys sitting there because you kind of deserve it. (laughs) 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 Or you would go, you know, if you don't have a Waffle House, go to Wawa for 24 hours. You guys will be fine. Oof. If you know, hey, Walwa's got some good food. I'm just saying. Anyway,
2: we look forward to seeing you guys for our 100th episode coming up soon when we can all match
0: our schedules. Oh, do you still have stats to talk about, Zach? We weren't even close to being done. You still have stats to talk about? Holy crap! All right, let's go.
2: (laughs) What this? I'm sorry. Howie is going to tell us this is a four-hour podcast at this point. Oh my gosh. You went on a tangent about the sharks. I thought we were done.
0: <laughs> oh you know
2: it. You went
0: on a tangent about the sharks.
1: <laughs> Which, Oy, fair
0: enough. They deserve the tangent. Happy, happy win. Auntie Santa's-
1: Auntie Ranta, Mr. Andy Beach. This and this is this is a this is a stupid stat. Not stupid in a bad sense. It's just stupid how like crazy this is. Twenty three, two and two at home. What? Yeah. <laughs> like if that is that is just a This and from Walt Ruff, the the stuff he's the stuff he's between <laughs> yeah for the last couple. Of, like I'm so glad he's with the organization in his capacity because he finds so many great stats to put out there for us and it's just thank you. He's
5: <laughs> wonderful.
1: Since the start of the 2021-22 season, 105 NHL goalies have played in at least two home games. For their respective clubs. Of those 105, Auntie Ranta has the lowest goals against average at 1.98. He is a sub two goalie, which in ranks tied for seventh, seventh point nine two two save percentage. Hmm. Out of 105 goalies, first in goals against, seventh in save percentage. Since wow. the start of the 21 22 season, of all goalies who have played at least two home games. That's Rock- all the, the only thing Andy Ronta knows how to do is win at home.
0: He's 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 finished. That's all they know how to do is get wins.
1: Fins get wins. That that's you know insane. what? Hey, that's why he's part of the fantastic Finn, the fantastic fins. Huge. i'm just saying put that on a t- Hey, hurricanes dan i know you're probably listening or mike wh- whoever uh mike foreman or mike maloskalko whichever insert mike here the the i think we <laughs> i think i think we should put the fantastic fins on the t-shirt and have all four faces of the guys on there like superheroes and call it the Mike Fanta- here's some
0: more content to use on the broadcast you go.
1: <laughs> the the fantastic fins with those four guys faces on like superheroes oh, there you go God. there's some merch I know a lot of fans are going to buy that T-shirt instantly. It's it, me up. Put put it on a hoodie or a crew neck, whatever. Put it on a mug. Why not? Why not? Um, we have so we got to talk about this guy. Kat mentioned it earlier. Mister Overtime himself. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought? You know, why who not? Thunk who, it. who would have Who who would have thought? You know, hey, code TH, uh, code thpn for DraftKings if you want to bet on who's going to score an overtime game winner for the Hurricanes. Martin Nietzsche's. Um
0: <coughs>
1: Yeah. Just saying. Um, the f- So from Walt Ruff, once again, since the start of the 21-22 season, Martin Nietzsche has scored seven overtime game winners. Seven. No player in the NHL has more during that time. Here's another crazy stat, which everyone probably heard from Walt Ruff and then little will with Bailey. He has nine... Nine overtime goals. Yep. For in his career. Oh, and then he already has his second for the season. Oh yeah. I, for the fact that he's got nine is absolutely bonkers. And you know what? Just another great thing to talk about, too, from this is uh, Angel Public Relations, but also Kane Stapper I put this out too. So I'll read I'll read the first part and I'll say what the what Kane Stats had to say about this. Martin Nietzsche has become the third player in NHL history to score nine overtime goals prior to his 300th game. I think he's like two games away from 300 or he's pretty close to 300. The the only other guys is Nels Stewart and Frank Finnegan, both with nine. You want to know the crazy part about this too is this is what Kane, Kane said. You have to go all the way back to 1932. 32. When you're talking about Nell Stewart and Frank Finnegan to score nine overtime winners before their 300th NHL game. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the actual tweet also from NHL Pro scored a minute 30 into extra time for its ninth career overtime goal. Which is the second most in King slash Whaler's history, with ten. And guess who number? Guess who has ten overtime goals in his career for the Hurricanes? One, Mister Sebastian Ajo. Whoa. Who, got the, who got the who who got the assist on the Nishio's goal. So I mean, it's just for the fact that you have to go back to nineteen thirty two to talk about nine OT winners before three hundred games right. in the NHL. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, we um, we all saw the video of you know Rod giving out the T-shirt and talking about the, you know dropping a lot of gold horns, burns his kids in the back, just listening to Rod just dropping f-bombs like crazy. It's it's fantastic, but Mister Overtime himself does it again. No, who, is anyone shocked? Not anyone I.
0: Shocked?
1: No. No. Not no. at all. No, it's it's Mark Martin just, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: shocked, shocked. Well, a little
0: shocked. shocked. I tell you.
1: Yeah, you know, if you're fry from Futurama, I'm shocked. Shocked.
4: Well, mm-hmm.
1: maybe a little shocked, but it is what it, it, you love to see it. So, the Hurricanes, um, like I said, we're off Wednesday. Uh, they are actually off Thursday, Tuesday. It's weird. So, they played the Rangers last Thursday, the Islanders last Saturday, had two days off and played Buffalo. Then they get two more days off. And then they have to play a back to back in Florida. So, you got the Panthers on the uh, Friday, which is tomorrow when you're listening to this on Thursday. And then they got the lightning on the 11th that Saturday. But I mean, here's the crazy part. Then they get three days off before they play the Flyers next Wednesday on the 15th. <laughs> and then the Penguins on the 18th. And then after that, three more days off. So the kids have gotten two days, a game, two days off. Then two games, three days off, a game, two off, a game, and then another three days off. What is November and all these days off for the hurricanes? Like, what? I like, no, because what? Let me
0: let me let me go and look at the schedule too. Because if I'm right, you look at all these days off in November, then you get into December, and it's oh no, crazy! Oh, get,
1: oh no, get into then March. you get into
0: February and
1: March
2: got, where they're playing you got at least back, a you got game three back-to-backs. Back you get three back-to-backs in December.
1: Yeah, and in, in March is absolutely and two think, of
2: them are away and home. Of course, they like are. they're they're back to backs traveling.
1: And here's the crazy part: in March, I think every Thursday is marked down for a game. They, they, I think they're playing every Thursday game that yep. March, which is bonkers. They
0: have one, two, almost
2: every Saturday game too. Re back to backs. If That's if great. if there wasn't a back to back on the twenty first and the twenty second of March, they would have been playing every Thursday and almost and every Saturday.
1: And the funny part is though the other two so after all those sat off the all those Thursday games in March, guess who their next Thursday guess who their first Thursday game in April is? Boston.
2: On a back to back of Boston and Washington. At least they get like a
0: decent little break.
1: Oh that, NHL scheduling, man, it's just Brutal. so good. So good. All right, but before this goes into a two-hour podcast and how he starts yelling yeah. at us about how Thanks long Thanks for it is,
0: sticking with us, guys. It's not
2: been
1: Be, that long. A,
0: a before louder, a I line. get to a two-hour podcast, before. No, no you thinking we're up there? We've been talking for a while. That's not exactly two hours for that. Yeah, time.
1: that... That, that, no, that. we
0: still have to add in things.
1: Not really. Not really. It's, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah,
0: like three minutes
1: worth of stuff.
0: Okay. Kat,
2: okay. you tell don't me. have
1: to. Kat, you don't have to edit. You're fine. You're, <laughs> good. You're good. Hey,
2: I'm right. saying this because you were talking about editing before we even started. So don't pretend like I'm. I'm looking out for you.
1: <laughs> abuse, abuse, I say.
2: Okay, <laughs> I will look out for you anymore.
1: I appreciate you, Kat. Thank you.
2: <laughs> You're welcome. You tell me the final runtime. I'm gonna bet it's two hours, over two hours, or at least Kat. at two hours.
1: After editing, probably won't be that bad. Hey, our last few episodes have been under an hour and a half, so give us some credit. At least we're trying. I don't so. think
2: this
1: will be under. Sure. You don't think it's going to be under two hours? Mm-mm. No. Bet.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Now you're going to edit it. You're going to make sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that's cheating. <laughs> hey guys, use code THPN to see how long this episode going to be. <laughs> On draft games. Oh, All right. But before we go, Kat, where can people find you on the socials?
2: You can find me on Twix at caniac Chick, and you can find me on TikTok at KVT Hunter74. Bailey, oh where can gosh. they find the Surgecast on all the different social media platforms?
0: Before you find the Surgecast, go and find me on uh, X at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two eyes. Um, if you're looking at following some of my or me over on a uh, different platform, uh, you can follow me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. If you want to follow the Surgecast, before I throw things over to Zach, uh, be sure to follow uh, both on. X and Instagram at The Surgecast. I run things over on the YouTube side. So if you're watching this, hi, hello, how you doing? Uh, be sure to hit that like button down below. Leave a comment. Uh, interested to hear about your thoughts uh, on the season so far, what you thought of Buffalo. Um, leave your guesses for 100th episode Guess We are going to start dropping hints after this episode is posted. So super excited to see what you guys think is happening for our 100th episode because I know we're stoked about it. Uh, be sure to hit that big red subscribe button and hit that bell notification icon. So you never miss an upload. Yep. There are link trees in our bios for all of our socials, by the way, Zach.
1: Yes. Thank Hello. you. Yes. <laughs> um, even look, if you want to follow me on X, it's One Sure Zach, it's only Sure Zach is actually spelled out. It's not the number itself. Instagram side of things, Zach R Martin 22, more of the hobby stuff, music, D and D. Anything you can think of is probably over there. Um, if you want to follow my writing i write for the hockey writers go check that out um i have a, a link i have a link in my bio where you can go to my author page to find everything that i do when i cover the carolina hurricanes which i actually just hit 30 articles uh, earlier this week so very very busy but very excited got very a lot exciting. of cool things yeah very uh got a lot of cool things coming down the pipe in terms of that too just more coverage on that and i'm very excited to do my first game as press layer this month against the islanders on the 30th so if you do see me there come say hi why not why not um but yes yes but uh thank you to zach and taylor for coming on that was a great uh talking to them big thank you to walt for being able to talk to bailey and getting some cool extra additional clips to you know run on the podcast um but this has been a fun episode 99, but oh, I am so ready for episode 100 on Sunday. It's, it's going gonna be gonna be, it's, it's to be so much fun. But until Sunday, guys, hope you enjoyed this episode of episode 99, and hopefully you're looking forward to episode 100. But until then, I'm Zach.
0: I'm Bailey. I'm Kat.
1: And we'll see you next time here for
0: episode 100
1: at the Surfcast. Bye.
0: See you later.